thank God for what God is doing and um, ooh, this week has been so amazing, so wonderful. What Tony said is just touch our lives so much and ooh, everybody said um, a big praise God this morning. At the count of two, oh, three. One, two, three. Praise the Lord. One more time. Praise the Lord. God is the worthy of all the praises. Um, I I was listening to Tony, and it was just many, many stories that went together. And um, so God is the one that is uh, putting us in our hearts to do the things that we should be doing. So... Um, this morning, I, what I have um, as a message for, for all of us is something that God had been putting in my heart. I was thinking about different, different sermons, preparing sermon, different kind of sermons, and I just felt like this was one, the one that God wanted me to share with you all today. Um, for everybody that is at home and everybody that is here, um, I'm so thankful for each one of you because um, we are chosen by God to be here today. So God bless everyone for um, listening to God this morning, getting up and deciding to be here with God and with all of us. So um, uh, my um, topic for this morning is prayer and an incomparable God. I was listening to all the songs that that was singing, and thank you for being here, Beth, and uh, everybody that is here, I see new fa- uh, known faces, known faces here, Karen and Matt, and um, the, uh, <laughs> the Owens family, so um, thank you for being here, everybody is uh, welcome, and so um, this morning, I, um, I want to say that being here to teach, to, to share God's word, is uh, something that I don't take lightly, and I will always say that, because one time I desire, many times I desire to be able to share God's word, but I never imagined I would be speaking to English um, language people. So you are my family here, but I take this as a privilege, this is something that God has blessed me with, and I, I wanna honor God with what I said here today. So we as a church, in, as a church as individuals, are going through difficult times. Many things are happening in our lives and that we feel overwhelmed. And we desperately need to depend on our God for, for strength and for help. So this morning we are going to meditate in, in um, this parable of, uh, that Jesus was giving to, um, to his disciples about a widow that um, was in a very difficult time. She didn't have her husband to, to be by her side, so she had to, to find a way to, um, to get help. So um, we will see some of the characteristics that Jesus is showing about this woman um, that gave her the victory against her adversary. So I would like you to, to help me, to, uh, uh, to follow me, Finding and in the scripture that we are going to read this morning, uh, what Jesus wants to speak to all uh, to all of us today. And before we read the Bible, the scripture that we have, 
I would like you to, uh, to think about, um, I think we have heard many times about in the Old, uh, the Old Testament and the Bible times about um, the predicament, the situation of widows. And um, they were the weakest uh, people in, in terms of rights and, and um, the ability to defend themselves or to find justice. So um, they didn't have support, a support system. And in contrast, God, we see God's heart in this, um, in this story that we are going to read. And I would like to read a verse before we read the main, the main scripture. Um, I would like to read a verse that, is, um, that talks about what God thinks about the... what God thinks about the widows. So it says, For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality and accepts no bribes. He defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow and loves the foreigner residing among you, giving them food and clothing. So that is the heart of God, to protect the fatherless and protect the widows. So now we're going to read the main scripture that we find in Luke, in chapter Luke. If you have your Bibles, and you can read it with me in chapter 18, verses 1 to 8. We read the word of God in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God for, or cared about men. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with a plea, grant me justice of my adversary. For some time, he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care about men, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't even eventually wear me out with this coming. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says, and will not God bring about justice for this, his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? This is the word of God, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So, first of all, from the beginning we see that this, um, this uh, scripture is gearing to um, guiding us into prayer, to have a prayer life. Jesus was telling his listeners that was um, important to pray and not to lose hope, not to lose heart, not to dismay. And when there were things difficult, when there were um, things that were not the way they expected. So then Jesus proceeds to talk about the interaction between the, the, the judge and, and the, this widow. We see the hopelessness of this widow and um, her situation, being alone, 
had to face this, um, with, that doesn't say specifics about what was, but it was a legal, legal battle. So we see that um, she has a determination, that she has um, something in mind that is going to help her to get the answer that she wants to, to get. So also we see the Josh that has no regard for people, he has no respect for God, he doesn't care. So um, it's a very interesting story that Jesus uh, uh, gave, beautiful picture, um, making differences um, the way um, this uh, conversation went. So um, the widow represents us Christians, believers, all of us that we are here and whoever is listening this morning, um, the way we should act. How do we see ourselves in comparison with this widow action when we find ourselves in this situation or similar situation, disagreeable situation that sometimes uh, make us tremble? This widow is an example for us, her persistence and her perseverance. This is one of the things, the characteristic that Jesus is showing us, that her persistence and perseverance uh, is what is going to get her the victory that she wants. So prayer is um, a wonderful thing, a wonderful gift that God has given us. And I just felt like we um, needed to hear something like this this morning and um, about um, what we need to do that we um, are uh, in the right but uh, to, to get the answer to our prayers. So if we have a constant prayer, we are steadfast, we are insistent, even never giving up, and um, just uh, keep on coming to the Lord. Um, during World War II, Winston Churchill, this was a prime minister in the United Kingdom, he gave encouragement to his country to never give up. I wonder if, it, um, if this man hasn't been persistent, what could have, could have been happening with, with, with this world. So um, it's like not giving up, being persistent is one thing that we cannot lose. We have to keep going. We have to keep doing again and again. So <clears throat> the joys represent God with a very sharp contra contrast. That is why I titled this message um, prayer and an incomparable God, because this is a contrast. We cannot compare the judge with God, um, but it's a contrast that is given, Jesus is giving about how God can act willingly, willingly uh, using his power, and he does it with love. Because this, um, this, this woman, this widow needed help, help badly. And the judge hurt her in a way that didn't take action. She just, he just let like linger, linger the, the request and wasn't helping her just because he didn't care. But God, in contrast, he lovely answered the prayers of, our, of all of us and everyone that comes to him. And Hebrews 4.16 says uh, that God invited us to come with confidence to the throne of grace, so we may receive uh, mercy and find grace to help and to have help in our time on need. And also God invites us to call on him, to call on him when we are in trouble. We can come with him in good times and bad times, but 
he is asking us if we can come with him to him. Some people say, oh, I don't want to battle God with that. I don't feel like I, I'm worthy of coming to God and bringing all of this. Maybe God is tired of me. God is inviting us. And Psalm 50, 15 said, in call on me on the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will honor me. He feels honor when we come to him because we de are depending on him. We are not relying on our own, in our own strength, but in him. And then uh, 1 Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. This is telling us that we are free to come to the Father. We are free and he is uh, willing to hear our prayers. And we will see here, also, there is one example of Jesus, God, God in human form, you know, responded to a need with love and power to do it. We will, uh, I would like to um, read uh, Matthew 8, 2 to 3, that tell us about this leper. leper. This, uh, this man, this said this verse says, a man with leprosy came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, if you are willing, can you make me clean? So Jesus reached out his hand and touched him and said, I am willing. He said, be clean. Immediately he was clean from his leprosy. So we see uh, Jesus is talking about the Father, but he is God too, and he is human. But he is teaching us the heart, the heart of the Father, how he is able to help us. He is how he is, is he's powerful and willing to help us in any time that we need him. We see our loving Lord Jesus willing to help this leper using his power and giving the answer right in the moment. And maybe that will not happen in every prayer that we do. Not, we probably had to wait a long time, long time for the answer to come, but we know that he, he will show up. So our God is worthy of our pray, prayer. And listening to the song this morning, I was just so encouraged, so blessed to to feel like the confirmation uh, of my, what God has given for, uh, for you this morning, um, that the God that we have is so amazing. And in the last part of this scripture talks about faith. And it seems like it's something separate from the, the parable, but um, Jesus is asking a question. Jesus said uh, uh, there would, would be a uh, Faith and earth when, the, when he comes back. Uh, faith is very important. It gives the impression that there will not be much faith. I think it's encouraging people to think that uh, we need to keep going, that we need faith. We got closer to God. We come to God. We come near to God because uh, we had that measure of faith that God put in us. When we believe in him, we did it because we had faith that he was real. So... Um, so the conclusion that we can get here is that faith is so important. Prayer and faith go together. When we come to God, it's because we have faith that he, that he will hear us. So, um, and this is uh, an adverse in Hebrews 11:6 that illustrates uh, how important faith is. And without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So um, coming before him, coming um, over and over, talking to him uh, is, is because we have faith. We believe in God, like the song that we sing, we believe in God, we believe in the song in the Holy Spirit. 
We have all these wonderful gifts that has, God has given us that um, we can come to him. We can not um, say, oh, that is not available for me today. Um, probably will come later. He wants you to come today. He wants you to come every day, every moment, every time that you need um, him. So this morning, I um, thinking about all this, this scripture has given me more strength and confirmation that we have a God that is so loving that I don't know what, why you are here today. Obviously, we all come thinking that we come to worship the Lord, and that will be, the, be our main reason to come here, but we come bringing also our burdens to him. And I just want to give you some examples of how God has been working in our life, and all of us, in all this pandemic and before the pandemic, we have had difficulties in our life. And uh, we are in this world, and Jesus said, in the world you will have afflictions, but trust, um, I have overcome the world. But, um, and then we see, I wanna share with you some of the, the experiences that um, what, what God has been doing, and you will remember, because you have been, pray, been praying for different uh, prayer, requests, prayer requests that have been brought here. And um, last week, or this, this week, as we were reading um, the Bible, a marathon, I, um, I had a, like a God moment. Uh, when we were reading, I saw Sarah coming, walking to the, to be, to, I saw her, I didn't know that she had signed up to read, but um, when I saw her, I was so overjoyed because I see her as a walking miracle. We all have been praying for Sarah, and um, she had her own experience with God, and God, God um, used her to give me um, confirmation about this message and um, what God has been doing in her life. So I have invited her to share a, a short testimony of what she was talking about after, when she read the word in, in, at, the, at the Capitol building. So she will come with us for a few minutes and, and share with us. Hearing us already, guys. This is not going to be a good start. <laughs> Just forgive me for right now if I tend to clear my throat. Allergies hate me. And I'll try being quick, but as you all know, I always have a lot to say. So for those who don't know, this past January, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor and a cavernoma, which had let out a tiniest drop of blood in two different loads of my brain. And while I was suffering from seizures, a swollen brain that had actually shifted my brain, and I was also having severe memory loss to the point where I couldn't remember that I dropped my kids off at school, and I would panic that my kids are missing. And within the month of them prepping me for surgery, another MRI showed that the tumor was actually attached to the main vein of my head on both sides, and the tumor had moved to the other side of my lobe as well. So the surgery became much more scary and dangerous and severe. And the doctors were sitting with me telling me to create my will, make custody arrangements for my children, and they were going over my health care directive 
informing me which organs I can still donate when I die, which was all very scary for me. And I tended to go through the five emotions of grief. And during them, instead of asking the Lord for help, I just asked him why. I've been through so much already. Why this too? And actually, I'd like to share something with you. During my devotions, which I've been trying to do regularly, which is very hard with four kids, let me tell you, I came across 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. And that really spoke to me. And instead of praying to God, bothering him and saying, why me? This isn't fair. I began asking him to help make me strong and to stand by me, whatever the outcome is, because he has a plan, regardless if we try making one ourselves, which I've found many times. And with everybody's prayer here and wherever else in the world, people I know praying for me, it helped me emotionally and mentally be strong. So I thank you guys for that. And with my own prayers to God, he also helped me physically heal as well as you guys helping with that. And sorry, I'm blanked for a second of everything I wanted to say. There was so much. After this, I just... I guess I was like, we were all like the poor widow bothering him because the prayers were answered and the tumor wasn't as severe as they thought it was not cancerous, which they were very worried about and had no idea prior to surgery. Of course, they prepped me for the worst, but me always waking up immediately from um, being under, I was already awake before they finished wheeling me to my room, which was quite a surprise to everybody. And within... An hour, I was talking completely fine, and both the nurses in my room were minimized to one, and eventually one just sitting at the doorway monitoring me. And I was walking within five hours and insisting I get up and be able to do things on my own. And they kept trying to get me to sit down, and I said, no, you don't understand, I feel fine. I was so scared of what would happen but everybody's prayers and my own prayers, I knew God healed me. I was fine. So thank you again for all of that. And this whole experience kind of helped me wake up and say, yes, you were baptized. Yes, you were living, believing in God. But you need to show everybody else that you believe in God through your actions. I'm not going to go out there and say, have you heard of God? Because those people sometimes scare me. But I am going to show that I believe in God and that he is working through me by how I treat others and how I present myself. And I'm also going to show others by the way I pray, not just here, but everywhere in public. If I feel like I need to pray, I'm just going to bow my head and thank him for whatever I come across. So thank you guys again, and of course, thank God. Okay, I'm done crying. Yes. Praise the Lord. That is so good. Wonderful. Thank you, Sarah, for sharing with us. And um, so he got, we hear God working in different lives. And for myself, I would say that 
when my brother died, I was so distressed. I was 18 hours away from home. I was away from you, family, church family, uh, how I needed you. But God was there. Um, I was in a difficult time because um, now with COVID, you will not just get a plane and leave and go to see your family. But um, we had to make a, make a decision. So um, I couldn't go to see my family and to be with them. But God gave me a strength. God gave me peace. God provided a place for us to go in and rest um, that day. And um, my, I didn't even know where my cousin lived, but um, he told us to go where she was. And we found the address. And we went like five hours and our, our way back. So I felt like that place was for me like a, like a oasis, uh, like in the desert, and to give us a place to, to, to cry with my, my cousin and to have consolation from God and, and to uh, waking up the next day feeling like, oh, God's present, and with a phrase in my mind, God's present is what will keep you on. And I, that was like God talking to me. And so um, God opened doors and God makes a way for all of us when we put our, all our, our requests on him. So he has sustained me. And um, I don't want to take too long, but um, I want to tell you that sometimes all of us, when we are praying, coming before God, experiencing God in our own lives, we will be able to help other people, and we will never, never not even know who will be. Recently, I had a, an experience that it really touched me because I see that God can use us to give the answer to other people. So I have a new Facebook friend that I, I it wasn't my friend two weeks ago. So um, I was somebody dear to me sent me a film, 12-minute film about. Um, the God who sees, and had different stories, how these people in the Bible saw um, Jesus, how the power of God was helping them. So I decided to share it with my family, with, with family and friends. So as I write Familia and, and, and Messenger, this family that wasn't my, my family show up, and then when I realized the film had come to this family that I didn't know, and so um, several days passed, and then I, I, I was on a phone call, and I see a message saying, who are you? And I thought, oh, my mistake now has an answer. And so, <laughs> so I was like, um, then I decided to keep back, um, back and forth texting with this lady. I just introduced myself to the pastor, and, and I thought maybe she's somebody that enough, uh, from the, the, uh, the camp that uh, it wasn't uh, related to someone else, and, and we will um, probably uh, get to know each other more. But um, so realized that was somebody that I didn't know. So I introduced myself, and I said, well, um, I, I hope this, this song helped you, encouraged you, has done it to me. And then um, I explained her how it happened. It was a mistake. I was trying to send it to my family. And so she, um, she answered back to me. And I didn't know that was a, a, a woman or a man. I just saw there was a family. And so um, she began telling me that this wasn't a mistake, that God is real, that God has sent me to help her. And I just felt, I felt humble. 
that God who used me, but mostly that God who meet the prayer, the request of this lady. Her husband had passed away in February, and she had been so distressed, and she had so many questions to God, and, and um, she was like uh, very, very um, in a difficult situation, difficult time. So she felt like God was speaking to her as I was talking to her, that I was, um, I was giving her word of encouragement and um, giving her, uh, making, a, making a prayer for her. She felt there then that God was giving her the answer that she had been waiting for six months. So this is, um, show us that our God is wonderful, amazing. There is no distance from him. There is no barriers. We can come to him anytime. So I don't know what is happening to you today or what has been happening in your life, what difficult you are facing, what is your adversary that you, have, you are dealing with. But you have to know that, that God has my, yours and my interest in, in this his best interest, I'm sorry, his best interest for us. He is just waiting for us to come to him. We are his children, we are his creation, and he wants to, to us to know that we can depend on him. Doesn't matter if your situation is small or big, you can bring it to him. So I would like everybody this morning to come before God knowing that with that assurance that, that he listened to us, that he um, is waiting for us, that he made us with a heart and a soul that need to be filled by his presence. So he's faithful. His promises are faithful. The word that we had read is telling us that we can come anytime and as much as many times as we want before him. So this morning I um I wanted to to reinforce this um request about what Pastor, Dave, uh, Pastor John was talking about, um, our brother David. I just felt this urgency that we need to keep praying for him, and I know we have been, been doing it, but we need to keep coming, coming to God with this request, bringing him to, to, uh, to the Lord and Sarah and all the requests. Let's get, up, let's get a list of the prayer requests and and unite all together, and we will see God's glory. We will see God's power working in people's lives. And this will be like a, like a fire, good fire that will spread. So um, I have a friend also that is, her name is Wanda Shaw. Uh, she uh, had uh, her surgery a couple of days ago, and she came, came out well. And we have been praying for her, and she. Um, uh, was supposed to have several procedures in, the, in, in the, this surgery, but thank God she didn't need it all, them all, just uh, one was done, and I just asked you to pray for her recovery. So um, I would like to invite all of you to stand up and pray with me this morning. I want you, in faith, to lift your hands where you think David is. David must be in the hospital, and we lift our hands, we lift our hands again at, at, at our Sarah, and believe in God this morning, that God is here. His presence is here, and he wants to, to heal. He wants to touch our lives. 
if you have a request that you have not spoken then, just give it to God today. Oh, Father, thank you so much. Thank you for your presence this morning. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for speaking to us that we can come to you with confidence, Lord. And we can come anytime. All the time that we want to come to you, you are available to us. We just pray this moment for David, praise the Lord. We lift him to you, Lord. He's your child. Oh God, we cry out to you for mercy, for healing touch over him this moment, oh God. We pray for his family. In the name of Jesus, we pray, God, we know that you are powerful and you want to heal him. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we believe in you. We believe in your power. This moment, Lord, that you, uh, you don't have a barrier, that you can be the, that moment here, Lord, touching him in that room where he is, and also giving a strength to Renee and her family, God. Oh, Lord Jesus, we know that you are the God of comfort. Oh, Lord Jesus, help. Have mercy, oh Lord. We pray for Sarah today, Lord. Thank you for what you have been doing in her life. We pray, God, that you touch her in this moment, oh God. Oh, that she can continue. She can continue raising her family, Lord. Oh, in giving the testimony that you that, that you had touched her, that you had worked in her life, oh God. Thank you. Oh God, you are worthy of all our praises, Lord. I pray for Wanda, Lord Jesus. I pray for my sister that you touch her, God. And everyone requesting this morning, God, that will be, will be, God, that you will give the request according to your will, Father. Thank you, Lord. We glorify, glorify your name this morning. Thank you for everyone that is here and that is at home, God, that is needing your touch, that are needing your intervention, God. We know that you can do it, God. And with you, God, we are more than conquered, Lord Jesus. We are more than victorious with you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this morning. In the name of Jesus, amen.